Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 136 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast premier video game podcast tonight after a two-week hiatus. One week hiatus? Two weeks after our last episode. Neo, the world ends with you has been announced. Uh, Scalping Group, led by Brant McKee, has more PS5 stock than any retailer. (laughs) Play Dreamcast, PS1, and more on Xbox Series systems. Uh, apparently they're only emulation machines. Super Nintendo World is opening soon. PlayStation accounts and consoles are getting banned. Square Enix has your latest remaster saga. I might have snuck something in there. And we have your December PlayStation Plus and games with gold titles. I'm Richard Bergman, joined tonight by Brant McKee. I wish I owned of a scalpel, scalpel group, group with... Yeah. <laughs> oh. Brant, Brant, why are you trying to get one for me if you already have all these thousands of PS5s? It's kind of a, it's kind of a jerk move, dude. Yeah, I feel bad for Brent because he's playing Line Simulator right now. So, <laughs> and that other voice you heard was Cesar Concepcion the second yeah. CMC two himself. I oh yeah, he's like the worst game ever. He gets in line and loses every time. I hate that shit. So, classic, right? Yeah, guys, it's been two weeks since we recorded. How was your uh, How was your break last week? Amazing. I mean, I'm sure we're gonna get into what we did, but. Any standout events? Any, uh, I guess this isn't a games played, but any outstanding Black Friday purchases that had to go down? A few. Yeah. Yeah, mm, this is stuff. probably the least amount I spent this year than I have ever before. So, this, uh, I don't know if it's because of the pandemic. I don't know if it's because retailers knew people weren't coming out to stores. I don't know if it's uh, transition year, but it seems like Black Friday this year was like the least marketed game wise and the least like great deals. There were some good Switch first party titles and. A couple of recent games that that dropped. Um, this was I always use Black Friday to kind of catch up on on games that I missed throughout the year that that dropped to a good price. And if I know I'm not going to play it at sixty dollars, I definitely will you know have time later on down the road at fifteen or twenty, whatever it is. But then like uh, my big one was Need for Speed. I'm going to talk about playing that when I got that Need for Speed remaster. And Brand, I was wrong about <laughs> that game. <laughs> uh, and it dropped to like twenty one at some point, I think, and it just came out for forty. So. Mm-hmm. It's like I was like, man, I've been wanting to play this forever. So I think that was one of my big ones. I got the uh, I know you guys like the Resident Evil games. I got two and three for 15 apiece. I know that was a killer deal. Uh, the Switch first party titles were at Nintendo were at uh, GameStop for like twenty seven dollars. I didn't, I didn't get any of those, though. Did y'all pick anything up of note? Uh, yeah, I found um, I got Fire Emblem for both me and my son. Uh, I thought about getting that one. I literally thought about it. I was like, super Man. cheap, twenty six. Yeah. I mean, it's all about three houses. Yeah, I was trying to it's less uh, than ten dollars per house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like seven sixty a house or some shit like that. I, I was trying to uh, go to Walmart and get them because uh-huh. they had um, that and Luigi's Mansion three uh, at thirty, and then. Got there and was looking. They had plenty of stock, but they were doing. Um, it wasn't me. Their video game was online, so they had plenty of stock in the store. But unless you purchased it online, which I had tried that night, uh, when was that? Wednesday. Um, as as well as trying to get a PS5 all night, playing yeah. Line Simulator, as uh, <laughs> Cesar said. I feel for I, you, man. Sorry. I try. I tried to get. I put. Um, Walmart had Luigi's Mansion and uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses go up for thirty, and yeah. near uh, Automata for like fourteen. Oh, the game of the year edition. Uh, yeah. 
And I put all of those in my cart, started getting ready to check out, and then it, it just, all of them were sold out. They just all sold out. Damn. So, I just, it was, it was not a good Wednesday as far as that went. But I did, I did get. Swings and misses. Um, what was it? Yeah, I got Luigi's Mansion 3. I found it for like 40. Excellent. Um, I said Fire purchase. Emblem. Uh, Fire Emblem was 26. Not sure if that's uh, worthy yet. I haven't played that one yet. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. That was 25. Uh, 25. Mm-hmm. Um, I did pick up... What is that? Star Wars Squadrons for yes. 16. It's which, on your VR kick. Yeah, I'll talk about that a little later. Hell yeah. And uh, there was something else I picked up. What, what the hell did I pick up? Um, oh, on your VR kick. I don't mean to cut you off, Brent. Um... On your VR kit, GameStop messed around and had like a buy one get one for a couple hours, and I got Bravo Team and Blood and Truth. You meant to say fuck around for like twenty ships. Yeah, they fucked around. Let's get it right, sir. You only See, get, you only you only get good stuff when you fuck around. I've heard mixed things on Bravo Team, so I'm hesitant on it. I did yeah. I did find a uh, used copy of uh, Firewall at GameStop for like nice. seventeen. That's uh, Firewall I use every day. It's a piece of shit. So. <laughs> We all have that now. We should be playing this so I can hear so I can hear Cesar panting as he takes I'm, off the headset. I'm playing it right now. It's called uh, Oh, somebody end. dropped. Somebody dropped. Are we back? Like, see Cesar. Like, I hear I everybody. Okay, just continue. <laughs> You're I, I frozen. Talking among yourself. I hear and see you. I don't know what's happening. Am I frozen? I don't know. OBS. I see Cesar. He's moving. OBS I'm, I'm, died somehow. I'm. I'm oh, uh, great. Yeah. Oh, That's, That's OBS. Um, are we still streaming? Oh, we are you're not. Gone. We're, you're we're good. All, we're all frozen on Twitch. I'm looking at it right now. My head's down. <laughs> we are frozen. There it goes. No, we're hey, back. We're still recording. We're back. The we're back. There we go. Hey, right, everyone. Reconnecting successful. We're good. We're yep. good. We're good. Oh, we're, good. we're done. No podcast yeah. went offline. <laughs> oh, God. What a disaster. Uh, oh. Does it say we're back up? I guess. I, I'm, it's, it seems it's fine. I'm, Everything I'm, seems good. I'm just, it's dead on my end. I'm looking at it. I'm looking at the actual Twitch. Ah, we're there. We have no viewers. I'm looking at it. We have no viewers. Yeah, I think we're dead now on Twitch. Uh, no, nah, it's like, back it, up. It's just me doing this. It's back up. I'm looking at it. <laughs> maybe, I have, maybe I have to jump out and jump back in because it's completely dead on my end. All right. Yeah. Hit play again. I have to cut. Uh, I'll have to cut this audio out. We got four viewers back. So. All right. Yeah, sorry, guys. Technical welcome, issue. Welcome, extra person. We were fucking up on purpose. Give us hell in the comments. We were testing your fandom, so you made it. We appreciate Give it. Hell. I'm not building any figurines right now. I'm totally not. Yes, please not right now. Please focus. We need we need utmost focus. I gotta put All right, that looks like a real basic figurine. It doesn't look like there's too much involved. It's only three parts. It's only three parts. <laughs> it's not your uh, Sega Saturn um, true oh, to form model or whatever oh, it was. That thing's still in the fucking box, man. I... I I legit did that one um, soccer wars because I love soccer wars, and that mm-hmm. that that was taking me longer than to build fucking storage media uh, cabinets. I'm like, I'm not doing this again. So I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> it, it, I was like, no, no, and all I get is a figurine out. The figurine's cool and shit, but mm. fuck those storage media cabinets. Yeah. All right. Uh, also got that damn Xbox Series XS controller. Cesar made me try one out. He was like, check out the D-pad. And I was like, good I can resist this. <laughs> nah. That blue one was like 40 bucks, I think. 
The Sonic one? Yep, I had to get it. Oh, yeah. I, I wound up picking up Iron Man VR, and I did wind up being able to get the um, the media remote for PS5, but not the nice. actual PS5. So Your collection's growing. So you have a controller, a media remote, and... That's, that's oh, oh, and I got the uh, little adapter for the, the, the PS4 camera. There we go. So, your, your camera adapter came in. All right, everybody's got their camera adapters. We're all good. We're ready yeah. for 90 hertz uh, blood and truth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> at one point, it was delivered to my neighbor. He had it at one point, and, and then now it came to me eventually, so... Decided to flip it to you. How much Same did you thing. buy it for from your neighbor? I, I don't know, man, because he had to deliver my uh, copy of Final Fantasy Nine for Switch yesterday. Cause, uh, <laughs> Why did your neighbor keep you <laughs> Well, because like I, I think I figured it out because um, you know, my house is like uh, it's like one number away from his, and the number the As last most number is different. Are. <laughs> his is a seven, and mine is a one. The last number. Oh, that's that does suck. I get his, that. Yeah. His seven is broken, so it looks like a one. So I think the FedEx is like done deal, and it just throws the shit right there. And I'm like, all right, I got there. It's close. It works. Hey, you ended up with your stuff. That's all that matters, right? And I mean, got he, some he, no, yeah, he, he's a good dude. I mean, he just he just drops it over. He's like, man, they deliver. It's like my bad, dude. You know, he's looking at me like, man, stop buying shit. I'm like, yeah, he's right. <laughs> Don't judge me. <laughs> like, stop buying shit. I mean, he's legit. <laughs> I, you know, I, I felt kind of bad because it's, you know, on the box it says "Play Asia" all over it. He's probably like, "This must be some kind of porno thing." It says "Play Asia" all over it. It's like, what does this have to do with anything? Some nude statue. I'm not. I'm, he's like, I'm not even Google this because it's gonna be a strip porn site. It's not gonna be a gaming site. I'm, like, I'm sure I'm magically judged over there. Automatically, so <laughs> my neighbor like, says I'm playing with more Asians. Yep, play Asia. Here's I got judged. He brings up to my camera. Here's your porno stuff. Leaving it here. <laughs> I don't even want to talk to you. It's hot. Here. My hand's already on fire. <laughs> Go find Jesus. Here's your shit. <laughs> I got judged uh, last night. I, I picked up food on the way home for the family, and uh, I pull up to the window. I've already paid. I pull up to the window, and I'm, I'm like, look through the window. I got my mask on and everything. And she looks out at me. She's like, "Are you the one with the forty nights?" And I'm like, <laughs> I'm looking back at her like, "Are you judging me for? <laughs> Am I waiting on forty nuggets? Yeah, hell yeah, those my forty nuggets. I got a house to feed. Put that we had shit a good laugh in the bag. Cool. That's what I've been like. Put that shit in the bag. <laughs> I need my forty nuggets. That or you could have done uh, like a, what was it, um, Ace Ventura and went that style. When he's, you got any more of that gum? It's like, I appreciate you staying on my personal business. He's like, doing that gum in the car. <laughs> anyway, he's playing. He's like, I appreciate you staying on my personal business. That whole gum he did for the Inko and Einhorn. Yes. Finko and Einhorn order was. All right. Let's actually get around to news because that was some sort of Black Friday conversation. I don't even know what it was. And we ended on Ace Ventura. We did it, guys. Uh, this comes from The Verge. <laughs> the Verge and Megan Faro-Kamanish. Thank you for picking this article, Brant. Uh, Neil, the world ends with you heading to PS4 and Nintendo Switch next summer. There was a countdown clock on the world ends with you site. I think it was for the anime, right? And they, they, the, they assumed it was for the anime. Right. That's what the uh, the, the countdown was assuming. Because it was a huge surprise. Uh, yeah. Yep. So it's a new game. It's going to follow up the 2007 DS Classic, which was eventually ported to Switch. Um, few details about the game have been released as Rindo, Rindo, Rindo players will once again participate in the Reapers game, which plays out through a series of missions that will determine whether the player is erased from his existence itself. That feels like life today. A trailer released today teases a return to the series, colorful fictionalized take on Shibuya, as well as a new cast, which they stole from Persona 5. Apparently that's somehow trended on Twitter. So I did see that. I was like, all right. <laughs> If people are call are talking about the worlds and ends with you, that's a good that's a good thing. I played a little bit of this on DS when it came out, but uh, I didn't touch the recent remaster like I know Cesar did. 
Yeah, I'm a sucker for our uh, RPGs. Are y'all looking forward to more Twoey? Um, sure. As the kids call it. As those young kids call it nowadays. Brand, are you ready for the world to end with you? Not the, I not have the, yet to play the original. Not the <laughs> twine with the Twoey. The twine. The not world's twine. not enough. <laughs> <laughs> I used to see that all the time too. Twine and Twooey. Two pieces right. of pie. This is a good episode so far. Uh, until we get to Brant's scalper group uh, oh. called Crep Chief Notify. It's like a bad, like you just said, it's like a bad name title for Banjo Kazooie game. Twine and Twooey. <laughs> it's like a bad, yeah, it's like a bad. Um, I saw, I can think of Banjo Kazooie. That's it. I'm thinking, it's the Twooey thing, does it for me. What do they call like project names, like Project Cafe or something like that? Like it's just a bad. It ends up being something code name, that, like a bad code name. Yeah, a bad code name. That's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, UK-based group claims console profits put food on the table for its members. They resold over 3,500 PS5s and made. Uh, they charge a subscription for their thing. Oh, they don't say how much they made on them. Uh, $100 plus profit on each one. It says. Yeah, they're not. They're not bad scalpers. Uh-huh. They're they get scalpers with all. Yeah, they're just mild scalpers. They're just like, like Robin Hood in it. You know. Yeah. Just to put food on the food on the table for extra hundred hundred pounds, whatever that is, in that in their currency like ours plus one half or something like that. So yeah, one hundred fifty it, bucks. It's be about one hundred fifty. Yeah. One hundred fifty dollar markup. If it was a it was a euro. It would have been uh, almost straight one for one, but straight trans- translation. So we, we we saw how that happened and how it never happened. So. Uh, the PS5 hype started back in October with the pre-order release. Members were informed to purchase on go. We were prepared, had our in-house monitors ready, and come the day, a thousand consoles were secured. And you can see a giant wall via VGC underscore news on Twitter of PlayStation 5 digital and non-SAD editions with disk drives. There's a shortage, and this is like some super organized thing. It sucks, but... Yeah, there's some weird stuff happening in UK because you saw that you saw the PS5 was the, what the number one selling PlayStation console there. I think they outsold the PS4, which was high already. And then I was watching all those uh, deep dive videos where people were sending recording Amazon drivers who drove up to the house and said it was delivered, and then got back in their van and just drove off. Like some dude actually went out in front of the driver's truck and was like, "Hey, you need to deliver my shit." He put on there it's delivered, but it's not. He like he stood in front of the truck, was like videotaping the whole thing. Where is it? Arguing <laughs> with it. Yeah, like dude, you, you're just here. Where, where to go? Yeah. Saw that, and I saw somebody else said they uh, said they delivered it, and then they came back the next day said they needed a signature or they were gonna get in trouble. And the guy's like, "Yeah, right, get out of here." He's See like, "You it. didn't deliver it, yeah, <laughs> get in trouble." Yeah. I saw a bunch of stuff about uh, people getting Nerf guns. I don't know if we talked about it that last time, but how do mm-hmm. they? How is it a Nerf gun? Like they, they get, don't even weigh the same. They no. um they reopen it inside the van and they just throw something in there they already have. So like they put air fryers, they put random stuff in there. It's it's all done in the van. Are there they're... that many Nerf guns being delivered? Like that became a popular thing is Nerf guns. I, but between me and you, because I think it's the cheapest thing they can grab and throw in there. Ah. Because that way people shake it and like, oh, there's something in here, but I know it doesn't weigh 15 fucking pounds somehow. Yeah, right. Probably like something ring in there, too, right? Because I mean, the argument is for your driver's like, I don't know, I didn't do that. I mean, I there mm-hmm. something was in there jingling around. I'm not going to sit there and go in their shit. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you you could do plausible deniability. So mine's joyriding. On FedEx. Uh, yeah, you, yours is not the only one. Uh, there's a whole uh, there's a whole thread somewhere out there in Reddit where people's FedEx stuff disappears. So. I wonder if somebody's going to go after them. Like, I'm okay. Uh, it just came out. It, somebody explained, like, 
and I, I don't want to spend too much time on it because we got a lot of shit we got to talk about. But you know, somebody explained on there like a normal, regular employee is not going to do that shit and put their job in jeopardy. They right. said that this, these consoles came out right around seasonal time, and he's like, "There's some seasonal employees that said this they can't, this job doesn't cut it for them, and they like after a day they're just dipset." And so sometimes that temptation is big, where they just like, "I'm gonna quit this shit anyway." So, you know, damn, they said it happens a lot. Me. Yeah, you know, it's just it's just part of the game when you come to seasonal work. You know, some people just like, "I'm gonna do this shit." It's, they said some people just don't make it past orientation. It says it's tough to do the driving things. You just like you have to be built for it. So. Uh, mad props to those people out there. They are uh, they are definitely essential workers at this time. Uh, from the notebookcheck.com, the Xbox Series X and Series S can now run retro emulators through RetroArch. Arc Arch. Yeah, and, and performance is excellent. Yeah, I can do this for you real quick. Um, this is all based off the developer mode on the UWP, the Unified Windows platform. You have to buy like a a, a one time fee to register your console as a developer mode. The only drawback to it is that you can't run any games off there. Once you're in developer mode, you pop a disc in there and won't read the disc. Yeah. But you're able to toggle it on and off. So you, you can jump in and out of that uh, that pool if you want. Um, but it's something it's, they... It's, it's something like a they, 20, bucks, 20 buck fee to even do developer mode. It's a, one okay. time, it's a one-time fee, and it's something they, uh, they're they trying to implement to have people who do game development uh, or development of applications or whatever to get in the pool a little bit easier. The is this a carryover? System. Y'all jog my memory. I remember them saying like every Xbox One was a developer unit. Is this yeah. that yep. same concept? Okay. Yeah. Except somebody's uh, like Brent put the story in there, and like you said, it's from the NotebookCheck.net, and they're they just it's just impressive of how quickly they're able to get emulators running on there. So I mean, they already had GameCube on there. I think PS2 is already running on there with no issues. The PS2 should uh, look clean. They had like God of War mm-hmm. 2 playing on there. I was like, oh my god, it looks good. Uh, <laughs> that's still in early development. They're, I mean, they're working more on that PS2 emulator. Yeah, yeah that's set, the second Saturn, you know, and uh, Dreamcast, and they said I think the only one that they're running into issues is a 64 one. But it seems like all that <laughs> always. Over, well, it's like you know, it's all that overpowered specs on there versus a Raspberry Pi. I'm sure they'll eventually, at some point, become an emulation machine. Whether or not Microsoft's going to do something about it. Because, you know, at some point they might be like, well, we're just going to not make this work on here. So right. they could. It's a chance you take. So so hopefully they get it up and running soon. That way, if anybody who does want to jump in that pool, they can drop their 299, do the developer thing, and take off the network and just have their shit running off of uh, ISOs off of uh, USB. So That's not a bad-sounding concept. <laughs> I, I'm willing to, work, to invest 299 So I'm close. I'm close. <laughs> if it plays all that stuff perfectly, I'm like... Uh, with a good ass controller too. Yeah, with a good. I mean, you D-pad. think about you think about those consoles. Yep, D pad. You think about those consoles. That maps that Xbox uh, Series controller maps pretty well with all those systems. Mm-hmm. I saw God of War two and what was the other one? It was it was Modern Vintage Gamer, and I don't watch a lot of his stuff. It was a uh, Silent Hill two was another one floating around that people Silent were Hill two. Yeah, with the actual fog and all that. Oh yeah, yeah. that's the one that a lot of people care about because that original that that original's lost. So, and the remaster looked like butt with the specifically Rem- with the fog rendering and things like that. The remaster is worse on 360. Play that and then play that on PS3 is a big difference. <laughs> Drastic, huh? It's, I mean, they didn't, they gave up on the 360 one. They were like, we didn't sell enough copies to do anything with this shit, and they overcharged for patches, so they were like, we're not doing it. Yeah, I think we were playing out. the definitive one before the pandemic. Remember, we started the pandemic mm-hmm. with the damn Silent Hill playthrough. No, we started when we played fucking Siren. Oh, God. We that choppy-ass stream. We would have beat Siren, none of this shit would have happened. 
<laughs> we just had to beat. We would have been in a better. We would have been in a better war line. The war line split when we didn't beat Siren. So is that how we end it? We go back and beat Siren, and then we're done. We have to. Yeah. <laughs> Can we switch to the PS3 one, or we're only playing the we're only it, playing the PS2 Siren? And it has to be the exact same setup we have on there. And and and, and to known fashion, it's like it's gonna something's gonna happen. Where we have to play in the area where we can highly get in trouble, infected <laughs> or something like that. It's gonna be some like random place where like. One of us is going to get taken down. It's either going to be me and you, and since I'm the minority out of the group, it's probably going to be me. So. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, and we have to start playing it at the house we were playing it at, which I don't even own anymore. <laughs> we have to go Shut up, get out the room, let us finish the fight. <laughs> that room's purple now. <laughs> I well, we have to, to paint it back. We have to paint it back. <laughs> you know it's purple? And I've seen it. She she showed me a picture. It's it's. Oh, my it's, gosh. It is dark, dark purple. Okay. Doing it to it, right? Hey, man, yeah. it's her space, right? So yeah, go to town. It served me well. Now, now it's now it's for someone else. A new no podcast studio has arisen. Uh, speaking of arising, but not arriving, Super Nintendo World opens on February fourth with AR Mario Kart Roller Coaster. Well, it's a hell of a lead. Woo! According to Sam Byford of The Verge, speeding ahead at one fifty cc. Boy, that was an easy one there, Sam. Uh, Universal Studios Japan has announced an opening date for its long-awaited Nintendo theme park. I'm not sure how well this is going to go, seeing as we're in the middle of a pandemic and Japan's numbers were on the rise last time I saw. Um, the cars have steering wheels <laughs> and multiple vehicles can race alongside each other, but it sounds like the ride itself is on rail, so it's kind of an AR. Well, they said it's an AR thing. The park says it's working with health administration officials to ensure a safe environment for visitors and staff and is currently operating at 50% capacity, which I believe Disney World's been doing like 25%, right? That's our closest major theme park. What is Six Flags doing? We're we're in Six Flags territory. Six Flags are uh, I think they're going full full in it. I think all the only difference is that you're required to wear a mask and they check your temperature before you enter the, the facility, I think, and they do cleanings. I don't know if they do reduced uh, capacity. I can't remember if they do it or not. Okay, I know they just they they took a lot of heat because they were telling people you had to wear a mask. You know how that is, right? So we'll have correction coming next week, I'm sure. Oh, that's that's a lot of people do this when it comes to mask requirements. So that's not gonna fly, and I'll stay the hell away from there. Um, live correction: Sam Raimi's brother Ted Raimi is not dead. We failed to we failed to fact check two weeks ago. I'm uh, sorry, Ted Raimi. I know you were waiting pissed for two weeks like these motherfuckers. <laughs> Friend of the show, Charles, messaged me on the side. He was like, oh, God, Ted Raimi died. He, never, he didn't hear him. And I was like, God, I got to look it up. Yeah, he, he got Ted Raimi. He got Peter After Parker the Spider-Man. The yeah. yeah. Yeah, the Spider-Man talk. I thought he died. I thought we. I, th- I thought this was a known thing. <laughs> I was there with you. I plunged with you. I didn't I didn't stop at the edge. Like, oh, Yeah, you were like, yeah, you shouldn't say anything. I was in there first. I was like, Whoop. I was like, damn, we lost Ted Raimi. I felt bad about it. Uh, the opening of Super Mario Super Nintendo World will be closely watched as a model for the theme park industry, which has been hit hard by COVID-19. Last week, Walt Disney Company announced layoffs, plans to lay off 32,000 employees in its parks division. Uh, did y'all watch the video of the Super Nintendo World in Universal Studios Japan? Oh, yeah. I did not. I just hope to experience it one day. I'll just keep it all fresh until then. It looks cool. Yeah. Don't no spoilers. It's really neat. There's a cool Bowser statue. I think if I got my picture in front of the Bowser statue, I'd be happy. Fucking spoilers. <laughs> uh, it's just like the Master Chief statue we got our picture taken under. Uh, I don't know. Why, is, have you been looking at plane rides, man? Nope. I think uh, if you get something for 2021 in the summer, I know if I go to Jersey, I can fly from Jersey round trip to Puerto Rico for 49 bucks round trip. 
from here to Jersey to Puerto no, Rico? From, back? from Jersey to Puerto Rico. I think. Oh, I you got to get there first. Yeah, I think I can get to Jersey for like fifty bucks. So it might be hundred dollars round trip. The flight to Puerto Rico awesome. instead of like the almost five hundred dollars it normally costs. Damn, that's drastic. Hopefully, it'll be safer to travel by then. But I hear airlines are not so bad. Airlines are not where the spikes come from. It's restaurants. It's uh, well, they have air circulation in there in the airlines. That's why. So. They're in the cabin, there's always air circulating in there to keep uh, bacteria low. They've always done that because they always have people in a small space. They've done that for years. Yeah, a tiny tube. And then if you're on Spirit Airlines, like we flew to Orlando to, to the Halo thing, <laughs> you're in an even tighter tube <laughs> where Mario Kart can't reach. <laughs> I, well, I remember because I, yeah, because I was sat between somebody who was like some lady sleeping in some dude's lap. I'm like, damn, I was like, can I just get out of way from here? <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys were further back in the plane. I'm sitting here like people are getting intimate next to me. And I'm like, I don't know what to do because I'm just <laughs> sucked by the window. I can go to the other way. So. <laughs> get in the spirit. <laughs> Should have fucking just bought the whole lane. I'm like, no, get out of the plane. Did <laughs> you now we to buy their seats for them? Like, if y'all go I was now, at that point. I was like, how much money would it take for y'all to just get away from me? I was at that point. I'm like, now we know why Cesar is so adamant about uh, clothes, clothing's always required. He's <laughs> scarred from Spirit Airlines. Flying on the plane with these people, these jokers. There's, all right, yeah, there's two things with on the plane that I don't like. It's like crowding my personal space, and I always have. Or the, the one thing I do look for, I always look for a dog on a plane. I'm, I always oh, need shit. to have a, a dog on the plane with us. And I, I told my my coworkers like, why do you have to have a dog in there? It's like, well, because dogs go backwards as God, so we gotta have that dog on that plane so we can survive. So I was like, that's my that's my logic. And so far, every plane I've been on has a dog in, it, and I've made it. I made it down. So every plane you've been on has had a dog. Yep. So far, even when That's I went to Arkansas, a hell of a record. When I even went to Arkansas, somebody from the military had to took a, a German Shepherd that just retired. He was on that plane with them. German Shepherd was cool as hell, just chilled out in the seat. That's a hell of a streak. Yeah. So if you see a plane without a dog, you better get the hell off. No, I'm gonna die. Yeah, I already know. I'm just gonna go on the plane, but like, mm, mm, it's fine. It's time. Or to ensure your safety, every time you get your own damn dog and take it with you. I haven't gotten there yet. Or just rent a dog for the flight. It's worth it. I would think it's worth it. That's the worst thing I can do is run a dog. Where's it going to go? It's Just gonna put go out an ad. I'm about to fly. In order to make it safely, I need to borrow someone's dog for the flight. I'm going to take the. I'm gonna take your dog to Arkansas. We're going to have a good time, and then I'll fly the dog back. And then you, and then I'm, you I'm not even going to do that. Gonna go, I, I, at this point, I just find a stray somewhere and be like, hey, dude, I'm just going to take you away from your home and just send you another place because maybe it's better there. And then he just flies with me, and I just don't take him back. So. So does it have to be a live dog? I mean, if you see like a little kid <laughs> with a dog stuffed <laughs> animal, I'm just saying. Taxi, if you see it, no, it's, it's always been rowdy. A live dog. What Brand's the on there with Rowdy from uh, Scrubs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's uh, in, now, in in Clayton County where uh, one of the roads. There's if you drive down, somebody out in their front yard has a fire hydrant and they have a, a statue of a dog with its leg lifted up. I mean, if I brought that on the plane with me, would that be okay? I need a, li- I need a live dog. You need live dog. Yeah. What about if Dog the Bounty Hunter is on the flight, but there are no. <laughs> um, I would think this is Inception, and I'd probably just throw myself out the plane. So at that point. <laughs> okay, his wife did die. Are we correct on that celebrity yes. death? We yeah. are so, trading some. We are trading on some thin ground here. So uh, <laughs> I do not want to participate in this conversation anymore. <laughs> One last thing. When you get to where you're going, do you drop that dog off and get a new dog to bring it back where you came from? Or do I'm, you keep the current dog I'm, when you're it, at your destination? At this point, I'm apparently I'm going to be wanted for just taking stray dogs from one location and <laughs> moving to another location and just never bringing them back. It's, it's just like, hey. Trafficking. Yeah. yeah. 
It's like Men in Black when they check in the aliens. are like, do you have any unclaimed fruits or vegetables? And they're like unloading all this crazy shit on the conveyor belt. I guess I could not be a douche and maybe do that and just find the dog at home when I get there. I guess I could do that. All right. There's uh, Cesar's uh, travel tips. <laughs> Join us next week <laughs> for more advice. Yep. My logic. Dog's spelled backwards is God. He's got to be on the plane. Where's the dog? I'm always looking for the dog. You thought this episode was great. Tune in next week. Find out what Brant does on buses. Yeah. Oh, Lord. All right, next up in news, PlayStation uh, Plus accounts are getting banned. Why are they getting banned? Someone take this one. Yeah, oh. You got okay. it? No, you yeah, have it, man. I thought you were going to wait for the Animal Crossing report, but then I look, we don't have one. So. <laughs> wait, this is this doesn't have to do with it. I thought they were banning people for playing Animal Crossing. Sure. It should. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still trying to figure out what I can't transfer from one Switch to the other. I'm scared. I haven't moved my character over yet. They don't tell me. So... Sony is apparently uh, banning PS4 users um, who pay money to access the PlayStation 5's PS collection, which is the the brand new system they have. Where <laughs> this is a brilliant have, idea. I'm, I'm pretty you, excited by this. I know, but if if you've got your PlayStation Plus account uh, on your PS5, you get a uh, you get access to a whole bunch of uh, first party games, and there's a couple of third party games in there as well. All great games, all good titles. Yeah, really but good games. Ha- but what's happening is PS5 or, uh, owners have begun exploiting the loophole uh, to this collection, um, which they log into a user's uh, account of PS uh, a PS4 owner's console or something like that, and they log in, and that just unlocks those games on the last-gen consoles. So here's my understanding, Brent. I have a PS5, right, with the PS5 PlayStation Plus collection. You have a PS4 with PlayStation Plus. I was going to offer this to friends before this was a story. If you sign in over... I'm not going to sell you... Uh, I'm not going to sell you a pass or whatever, which is what these people are getting in trouble for. You can sign in over here, and that will give you God of War, uh, Final Fantasy 15, all, all those games. It'll give you all yeah. those games to download on your PS4 back home. Mm-hmm. They just I pop in think, your library. Yeah, they'll just be in your library, which I don't think is a bad thing. Is that against the rules? No. It's the uh, selling of the from from what I've seen, it, it it seems like if you were to do this for maybe like one friend, two friends, or something, you may not get in trouble. But it's these people that are selling this uh, right. as a a service, and it seems like if they're are PS5s where multiple account, multiple accounts are being logged into daily In a single day yeah um there it seems to be that there's like soft banning those PS4 accounts but they might even be perma banning the PS5s that are doing this. Yeah, they are soft banning PS4. They're perma banning PS5. But the, so far, they've only done it in, in China confirmed, right? I haven't heard it in any uh, other region. I'm looking to see if it says on here, but I, th- I think that's I think it's correct that it was. Uh, they just warn people, was like, hey, it's happening in China. It may happen elsewhere. Just be careful. I know it started from there. So I think the only two people that I would. And Brent, you might end up with a PS5 before too long, so I don't know if that's a gamble. But I was going to offer that to you. I was going to offer it to my brother because I don't know that he's getting a PS5 anytime soon. But it would be nice for him to have those digital licenses. He's a PlayStation Plus customer. All right. Mm-hmm. Could Outside he not having- do that? Outside of having this conversation out there where we can have a record of it, but outside of that, I mean, you'd be better <laughs> off of um, doing it with your brother because you can do the argument like, hey, we got the same last name. How do you know we're not, you know, 
coexisting in two different places. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Versus Brant, where I can, you can have, well, I guess you could argue Brant, like, hey, this is my coworker, but it'd be easier to do it for a family member than it would be a coworker if something did happen. Be like, hey. Yeah. Hey, I mean, it doesn't matter. Say, um, say I come over to Richard's, which, of course, right now probably not happening with COVID, but I bring my own controller, being safe. We sit down, we yeah, play some Sackboy. Come play Astro Play, or yeah. Astro's Playroom. I know you have Astro's a controller, Playroom. try it out. As, as soon as you hook up a new controller, usually it wants you to sign in. Or if, you, if you're already signed in as the owner and you link another controller, usually it wants the other person to sign in if they have an account. So, if we're both now playing, I if I've now I gotta know. if I've yeah if well, I, if if well, we're playing it, together and I've signed in on your PS5, does that mean those games are just gonna show up on my PS4? So like, there's a there's a way now on the PS5, and I've did this with uh, my, uh Renee's PS5 when I log in there. You can log in as a guest with my PSN account, and as soon as I log out, it deletes every trace of my my account from that console because it lets me know like, hey, once you turn off this console, whatever you did on this thing, even your save data is gone. So I mean, there there is a guest login that you can log in with your PSN account. So Good. remember, I need you to do that on my PS4 under so, your account. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Remember all that bullshit. Yeah, because I like pulled everything I own in your system. You're like, what the fuck's all this shit showing up in my system? Yeah. It's like that's my just library. His account. My library was like eight thousand games. I'm just trying to download <laughs> Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> I'm like trying to get a Ratchet and Clank, and my PS4 is freezing, trying to get down to the R's. <laughs> Uh, I'm really curious to see if this will work. I think I'll I think I'll go with friend of the show Russell first, and then wait a week or two. Brand, if you still don't have one by then, we can give it a shot. I'm I'm gonna keep trying. This is I all theoretical, won't. right? There's no way we're recording this and putting this out on the internet, right? This is all theoretical. Well, who's gonna hear this? I mean, who's gonna hear this from that legal standpoint if this is anything wrong? I don't I know. Think man. He has a, I think he has a right to those titles. I, I think it's funny that you you beg for a, D, a DMCA for Halo music, and but this you're gonna, is what happens. You're gonna get a band PS5 get... that never touches the network ever again. So and I'll, frame, <laughs> I'll frame that Sony. I'll frame that letter from Sony. It'll be right here on every episode. You got to frame that console because you got to buy another one. It's a oh. perfect band. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Nah, I, I don't. I, I think the biggest problem they have is is with individuals selling Purchases. the these uh, ma- profiting off something that. You know, Sony technically they should be making money from the subscription, and then allowing you access to these games. It's, it's so. somebody, it's somebody purposely doing it, uh, an actual loophole. They'll see We're, like a they'll see a London-based PS5 PlayStation Plus owner. I'm sorry, logging into a Hong Kong console. That's a red flag, right? Brant, a friend and coworker, logging into my PS5 is not a red flag. I would think. No, probably not. I don't know. We're especially all... if it's one one other login within, you know, a twenty four hour period, or even, you know, two weeks, three weeks, four week period. You know, you're not going to have a bunch of people logging in, right, to that single system, multiple accounts. We're literally theoretically looking at possibilities for <laughs> something that doesn't have any legit rules and trying to guess like <laughs> how far can I get before I get my hands slapped. Uh, it's not my game that I will play because it's like, uh. yeah, I'm not really, I'm not really feeling it either. I want to share. I want everybody to have access to that. I, but, I, I, I feel you. I on don't want to be one the too. example yeah. either. Yeah, Cesar's yeah. right. Right. I mean, we had that whole story a couple weeks ago. PlayStation Five. They had to change their name, yeah. and then they, then they just said, you know what? Fuck it. We're we're just we're out. We don't want to deal with Sony's legal legal teams. All this mumbo jumbo. We can't we can't make heads or tails of it. It's just easier to 
not do anything at all. Which yeah. I got I got a feeling they probably put the pressure on them because I think they this is something that Sony would probably end up doing at some point and selling as accessories. They just can't do it right now because they're trying to meet demand. So yeah, you just hit the problem now before you know you have a a company takes you taking the court and they can make arguments like well we did it for two years and now they finally care. You know that's yeah. always a, a president they always try to set. So yeah. All right, we probably won't be doing this then. We won't be coming on in two weeks saying, hey, guys, remember that system, potential system banning thing? It happened to us. Don't do it. <laughs> it's not happening to me. I know. Let's, let's not let that be us. <laughs> it would be Richard. Like, I can't play any digital copy of anything ever again. Um, all I can do is put a uh, disc in my uh, my console, and I cannot update it. I'm stuck on whatever the original version is because all network services are banned. So That's it. I get the original copy of everything, whatever's on you, there. You'll never play Cyberpunk on, on that uh, PS5 with all the patches they'll need. The day one patch is like 25 oh. gigs. No, it's 56. Yeah. It's 56 I mean, gigs. Every, bro- every broken game you get and put in that console will be unplayable. I mean, it's pretty much an unplayable console at that point. All right. What's our uh, what's our hype level on Cyberpunk before we go to the next story? Uh, I, I even forgot it's coming out in eight days. So that's my highlight. Yeah. Keep forgetting until somebody whines about it on Twitter about the... It Same. may get pushed back a game. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't and know. The, we'll, the next we'll one comes out. Be, yeah, I'm going to wait for that like native next gen copy cuz they'll gonna, have fixed everything. It's going to be up so many point. Yeah, it's going to be so many changes in that thing. I I, um, I even canceled my Immortal was that Phoenix Rising thing. I was like, "Eh, I'll wait." And I'm glad I did cuz some people said that that game is kind of need to be uh need some patches. Seems to be hit and miss, right? Yeah. Some people Possibly. love it, some people like mm. Speaking of next gen, Cesar our Godfall that we were talking about, that might be that might be free to play or like ten bucks pretty soon. We might be playing some PS5 co-op. I, I think that thing is dropping, man. I don't see that happening. I mean, that thing is only exclusive for six months, so oh, it's gonna that, drop, dude. They're gonna they're gonna try to save it and then get the crossplay, and then after that, if it doesn't save it, and when it hits crossplay for co- consoles, then they'll let it drop. It was nowhere on MPD. It's nowhere on Twitch. It has no just, presence anywhere. If that game wasn't gonna come out for Xbox, I would. I like, you would okay, think but, so. Yeah, but that you know that game's come up for Xbox, and they're not going to sit there and put it like ten dollars on PS5, and then right, well, sixty dollars game for Xbox. You're just killing the Xbox yeah. version at that point. And just kill it. I, I mean, don't know. I, they did that with like they did that with Splinter Cell back in the day. I know I got Splinter Cell for Xbox for like five dollars, and it was still twenty plus minimum on the other on PS2 and GameCube. I don't know, but the PS3 version of Splinter Cell was butthole. So there's that too. <laughs> <laughs> the remaster, not the remaster, the like the one that. It was soft because you know most of those were three. Which one? Which and then we got one on PC. Blacklist. I think it's Blacklist. Yeah, the yeah. like the actual one that came on PS3 before they were like we're gonna stop releasing the PS3 ones because it was garbage. That was the last one. There was a Double Agent was probably the first PS3 one. I think that was a launch title. I was re I was revisiting some launch titles earlier in my launch fervor, trying to think of like okay. Astro's Playroom is obviously the best of the bunch as far as launch titles go. Xbox really didn't have a great launch title. Like, there's nothing exclusive there. Yeah, it was 120 frames per second Lost Odyssey for me. <laughs> That's the... <laughs> Cesar, there's a very niche... Uh, it's not It's not like PlayStation's pack-in. It's not like Super Mario Brothers. It's not like Metroid Prime Hunter's uh, My- first hunt demo edition. <laughs> Mine was also 120 frames per second. Uh, Halo, where I died so many times playing you, you guys. So that was also my exclusive game. So. Uh, all right, let's go on to the next uh, story. We've only got three left. Saga Frontier is getting a remaster. 
summer 2021. This is a very exciting announcement. I'm going to let you guys elaborate real quick. Sure. Yeah, so this is just uh, based off the remasters they've been doing for the Saga series since the Romancing Saga 1, 2, and 3 has got remastered for the consoles. Uh, this one's coming out in summer. Um, this is a remaster of the game that came out on PlayStation. This is coming on PC, uh, PC, PS4, Switch, Xbox. Um, and this also has some additional features that were cut from the original game. So I think there's a new character and additional ending in there, uh, if I remember correctly. I think one of my favorite endings was... Uh, have you ever played this game, Saga Frontier? I have not. This always looked like an amazing game. It was... So beautiful on the PS one. There's a character in there and I think his name is blue. And if I remember this correctly, cause I played it years back. So I think if you get to the final boss battle, it, you just, it's the game ends at the, like in the midpoint of the boss battle, you just get a game over and that's the end of the game. That's this ending. That's the end. That's the ending. That's <laughs> oh, it. Oh shit. I just still remember. I still distinctly remember it to this day. I was like, I, hopefully they leave that intact where it just ends in the middle of the boss battle. And it's game over. And it's like, oh. you don't even die. It's just, that's the ending. So it's that whole bit where it it's uh, what I would call the evolution of the front, Frontier Saga uh, or the, the Romancing Saga where you have the... And it's similar where you get multiple characters and they share a unique story. Um, this is probably the last one before they start getting weird with it because Saga Frontier 2 is uh, was similar, but it had more of a cell-shaded art style on that one, like watercolor star style, art style. Um, but I think Saga Frontier 2 is probably the last new one i played i didn't play the romancing saga remake on ps2 what was that a remake of the original game i think or i might be getting no i think it is a remake of the original game because i think that was the first time we got the original game was that remake and it was on ps2 and that game was like dirt cheap remember it came out and it was like hit 20 yeah. bucks like super fast yep i'm hyped for this myself i'm excited about the uh like the actual finished campaign and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I just told uh, Brandon about my my experience playing the the character I believe is Blue, where he I just got the ending, I got the game over, and the final boss battle halfway through it's just game over, and then that was <laughs> game the ending. Game over. That was the ending. That was it. That was one of the characters' endings. It was best like, ending ever. I was in there like, what the fuck is this shit? I'm like a I'm a kid <laughs> in middle school, and I'm like, I don't understand this game. I beat the game. Um, coming out stories. Oh yeah, we 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 hit all that, man. We're good now. Oh, y'all knocked it out. Yeah, we're yeah. on to the next story. As I took a break, uh, PlayStation PlayStation Plus games for December and Xbox games with gold. Brent, do you want to take those, sir? Yeah, sure. Uh, I'll take the PlayStation ones at least, because I mean, are we counting the games with gold? I put them on here, but burn. I don't know why you did. Hey, <laughs> oh, with gold. That's what Cesar likes to say. Yeah, you should put a link. I'm put a link on there and it takes me to 404 page when I hit on the Xbox link. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, starting December 1st, which uh, was a few days ago, uh, for PS4 and PS5, uh, your games are Worms Rumble, uh, Rocket Arena, and Just Cause 4. Uh, more Worms is always good, Just Cause is always... I have a Worms game coming no out as we speak. Yeah, no worms, says, man. Worms is not good. You have to worms go to the doctor, is awesome. Take pills for that? Nah. Worms is awesome. I can't have worms out. when we got him. Yeah. <laughs> One of worms. Worms is not good. Fuck worms. Uh, yeah. That's just fucking unnecessary medical bills. Madness. Rocket Lee or Rocket Arena. That's that like 
3v3 thing that came out a few months ago, right? It's like a game and went. It's like a weird poor man's version of Quake 3 Arena. Yeah. Uh, rockets only. That's, it's just a game where you just play Rockets only. That's it. It's, it's Which that we enjoy cool. on Halo, so. I know we I talked about this a shot with the three yeah. of us. We talked about playing that, didn't we? We talked about it and then yeah. never came to. I mean, now it's gonna we'll all have a free copy. So yeah. it was it was my proposed one where we played on all different consoles, one on Xbox, That's one on PS4, one on PC. That's yeah. it. I think I have one of each at some point. Sunday they went free of one of each <laughs> somehow. I think I got I got on every console, so Yep. We could cross play. I think I have a physical one that I bought for like four ninety nine or something like that at one point when they went to Best Buy for Rocket arena so yeah i think it's physical five bucks everywhere or ten now maybe at the highest maybe they're just trying to get people back into it i mean you need a community for that i mean that's a strictly online game i mean we should be applauding them for not even shutting it down by now yeah yeah and watch this be the next big thing that takes off it looked good from what i saw i just didn't get around to playing it yeah uh and then continuing to the xbox games with gold uh, December 1st through the 31st, you will have uh, The Raven Remastered. Um, cool available. Raven. Just Cause and Rocket Arena? I thought we got something yeah. else. Ugh, oh, okay. the other one. one. Yeah, we got Just Cause, Quattro, and then... Yeah. What was the PS5 game? That's it. PS5 game? That's, we just missed Just Cause. Good job, yeah. Skipped over the no, game. I, didn't s- matter. I said I said Just Cause 4. <laughs> it didn't matter enough. We, did, we didn't pay attention. Y'all <laughs> just straight to Rocket Yeah, y'all just weren't, weren't even... Yeah. We were stuck on Rocket, uh, Rocket League, Rocket Arena. Um, we we just we, totally ignored Just Cause Four. PS5, Even though Brant said it, snacks. yeah, yeah, Bugs yeah, Bugs Snacks. Bugs Snacks. I was hoping we get something a little better. Eh. Uh, we get uh, we get Destruction Derby next year. So. Yeah, that's true. It's true. So Raven remastered. Raven remastered. Oh, yeah, I'm uh, sorry, Brant. We totally derailed your conversation. Even though you mentioned Just Cause Quattro. It's all right. Um, Bleed 2, uh, December 16th through January 15th. Do we have to upgrade uh, the first Bleed? Uh, it, it follows, it does follow the story. The main character does experience <laughs> a lot in the first game. Uh, you don't know their true motivation in Bleed 2 unless you go through Bleed 1. Rambo first Bleed. You heard it here first. Play yep. Bleed. Bleed. Bleed, bleed first. What is first the first blood. Bleed playable on? Um, every, everything ever made. <laughs> Seriously? It's on cell phones, on Switch, it's on PS4, it's on Xbox, yeah. Oh, God, I typed in bleed into Google. You do not know what, <laughs> what comes up after that. Holy shit, these are disturbing results. <laughs> There's some disturbing people out there. It's like, when I need to type in bleed, this is the image we need to show. Put this on the top of our search engine. We don't We don't need to talk about, like, seemingly innocent things we've typed into Google and then bad, right. bad Google searches coming up. Well, add bleed to the list. All right. The first bleed is an action-oriented plat- platform video game developed by Canadian indie studio Boot Disc Revolution. It was originally released by Xbox Live Indie Games on December 12, 2012. Later ported to Windows OS 10, Steam, Switch, blah, blah, blah. Bleed 2 came out March 8, 2018. So, yep. So I was right. It's playable and everything. Let's and it see. looks like one of those indie games. And Brand's got the 360 games left. I think that's what he's working on. Uh, yep, we have Saints Row: Gat Out of Hell uh, <laughs> available December 1st through the 15th. It's a Saints Row game. Uh, it's you know GTA with just absolutely off the wall nonsense. You, want, you wanted to dildo say dildos? Bats. Yeah, dildo yeah, bats. Say, go ahead, let's go. It's, dildo it's bats. G- Smashing people over the head with a giant yeah. dildo. Yeah. 
Uh, and then time. the last one available December 16th through the 31st is stacking, which I did not look up what that is. Sure, it's like a platform where they uses like those marionette dolls and stacking, it's, uh, yeah, made by Double Fine. So, oh, it's a Double it, Fine game. It's a good game, actually. It's a very good game. Oh. Is that the best of the bunch? Uh, my personal opinion, I'm about yeah, stacking probably uh, is. I know Some Michael people, was a fan of that Raven game. Yeah, he might he might argue for Raven since it's, it's made in that line of like that Sherlock Holmes esque mm-hmm. type games or uh, action adventure, quick point like Siberia and all those type things. So, oh Siberia, remember we tried to play this? <laughs> no, the original <laughs> Xbox One. Yeah. I can never get to two and three because I, I can't get past one. We didn't even get past the first part of one. I'm we like, I, well, I heard it takes off when you get to two and three. It's just they. That's why they never fucking port port one and everything because it's like it's butthole. Just like bleed. Is, is Siberia on, on the bleed Switch? One. Siberia on the Switch? Yeah, it's like three dollars right now. You can get both of them. No, I mean the first one. Yes, it's like three bucks. The only one I can't I just get is, saw it today. The only one I can't get is what a uh, fucking uh, Dreamfall, right? That's the one that's on the uh, locked on uh, original Xbox. The longest journey. Yeah, I do have this. If uh, if you're really making a pass at it. No, I'm just saying. I know, uh, I, I know you have. It. I'm just saying the sequels on uh, next gen consoles are just they never ported over the original. Is Siberia on sale on Switch? I was curious. Yeah, they are. You were looking it up. They're three They're like, bucks a piece. I have the physical ones. I bought the micro ones. I, I was a dumb bastard to spend like thirty dollars for the physical copy. There you go. This was a. This was probably pre. Yeah, it was definitely a pre Black Friday pickup because uh, it was available at Thanksgiving for the family to enjoy. This little contraption. Has taken over the household. Uh, everyone is playing this. Brant, were you able to secure one? I've seen them everywhere, but my my interest level went from like I gotta have this to, eh, maybe I'll pick up one. This thing is dope. <laughs> this thing is really really cool. Uh, I, of course, uh, this is the well for our audio listeners. This is uh, the Super Mario Brothers Game and Watch that came out as part of the 35th anniversary of Super Mario Brothers. And, uh, man, it has swept the household. It's just a cool little thing that, that sits around, and the kids will pick it up and play a level or two. For some reason, they keep picking uh, lost lost levels on there. They're picking, like, the hard Super Mario and <laughs> trying to play it. But uh, it's just fun to have sitting around like a, a coffee table book, I guess. You know, you just kind of pick it up, play a little bit, set it back down. It charges over USB-C. It holds a battery forever. There's a bunch of little Easter eggs in it. It's just a really cool thing. I hope they do more of these. Uh, especially with Zelda and Metroid coming up next year, because that'll be an insta-buy for me. That automatically uh, somehow disintegrate when it hits March 31st? Yep. It's going to power down and just die. That's why it has the clock built into it. I'm surprised I didn't yeah. put that. I'm put a Best Buy date on there, like Best best Used Buy, March 31st. I'm like, oh, this shit went bad. <laughs> but it's really well done. I have a couple of other, like the old school original Game & Watches, and uh, there's a lot of of detail that that mimics that old school one and it just looks like a new iteration of that the screen is gorgeous i couldn't believe how cool the screen looks no ghosting great colors highly recommend i prefer all i I, I prefer all ghosting back colors all ghosting back color black and white and ghosting nonstop. uh (laughs) over thanksgiving sasar and i got in two rounds of nfl blitz 2000 our all-time favorite uh sports game (laughs) gloriously got in there somehow we we left with a winning record that never two happened. immaculate games we clinically we haven't played blitz together in what almost a year probably nine months yeah 
we clinically played blitz. We were like pro style out there. It wasn't even close. No crazy fumbles. No, we we would get the on fire mode and keep it for a while. And they never um, came back and got crazy interceptions on us or anything. No, we threw some picks in there. There were some picks in there. We still didn't. We didn't they didn't beat hands. us though. You yeah. know, they usually beat us or run us, run it, run it back on us or something. It's usually by the uh, by the end of the whole game, is like Rich's like, "Fuck this game, cheap ass shit." And he's like, he's usually flicking <laughs> the game off like this. So oh, fuck this game. That's, that's usually how it turns out. He's flicking the game off at the end of it. So we have one on YouTube where we famously lose at the very end. It's just classic blitz. <laughs> like, God damn it. Oh, but this didn't happen to us. We played two awesome rounds. Uh, Cesar's style of picking plays by just randomly hitting buttons uh, still works it checks out <laughs> hey man i always pull through in the end right we lost you cesar are Is all of us out no i'm here i'm still here there you are there you are yeah i never left <laughs> i couldn't hear you audio wise uh whatever happened to my computer where we decided to install drivers for whatever reason oh classic you gotta love it how we played Blitz. Um, that's like, it. We didn't we didn't get into anything else, did we? It's like my favorite word. It tells me the computer must restart now in the middle of something. Yeah. It doesn't give me the no. countdown anymore. It's like, you must restart now. I'm like, mm. Oh. Uh, I, a big part of my break was watching uh, Final Fantasy XV Kingsglaive, the prequel CG movie leading into the game. Um, if you read reviews and critic, uh, I guess critic reviews, but things that were said about the movie they weren't favorable but uh friend of the show michael and cesar had said this is kind of essential watching going into the game and the movie was great i thought it was awesome uh really great cg good characters good story political intrigue it's free on amazon prime video brant if you want to check it out if you're interested in, in doing it before you jump into the game and uh it gives you a bunch of backstory great acting great music um sean bean it, didn't it, die uh <laughs> Okay. He didn't, he didn't die in the movie. <laughs> uh, Did he? <laughs> <laughs> oh God, he. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's spoilers for Brent or not. Maybe, maybe Brent can watch and find out. <laughs> I, I don't. I'm literally don't remember if he died or not. I just could have sworn that's one of the things that Sean Bean didn't die in. Right, maybe I'm wrong. I don't nope, remember. It's not on that list of movies. <laughs> <laughs> He's very dead at the end of it. <laughs> He's quite dead. <laughs> um, I, I guess the record continues. Never mind. Carry on. And the, the character who had the conflict with him, and by conflict I mean stuck this sword through him, um, he is in the beginning of the game. Like I started the game up about two days after that, and it goes, it segues straight from the end of the movie into the start of the game, and it was awesome. And I already knew these characters. I already knew the conflict, like the backstory behind it, and it was I love media that does that. I haven't, I was telling Russell about this. I haven't felt like something has touched off like that since uh, Halo, for, since uh, Fall of Reach. You could read Fall of Reach and go straight into the first Halo. And everybody knows about Halo lore with the books weaving in between all the games and that kind of stuff. But and about uh, it did also. do what? And about Craig also. Craig, <laughs> Craig the Brute. <laughs> uh, so I started the game. I'm probably an hour into the game. I got to the. The very sexualized uh, mechanic at the shop. <laughs> the very beginning. <laughs> I'm not I, sure what's happening there. At this at this point, and I, I know Brent can speak for with me on this one. I, I watch so much weeb shit, like anime stuff, that I don't even notice any of the the naughty stuff. I just I look at like okay, I I just I don't even pay attention to it anymore. It happens all around me. It's like you told me about the whole domestic girlfriend. I had to go look at it twice when I bought that set. And I'm like, yeah, I guess it was pretty bad. 
Uh, yeah. You are desensitized. <laughs> I, I, when I looked at it, I was like, damn, this show's fucking awesome. I'm buying it. And I sent it to Richard. It's like, damn, this shit is kind of suspect. I'm like, I looked at it again. Maybe it was. Maybe I shouldn't have bought this. I was like, delete, I, looked, I, was like I can't cancel it now. I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm like, oh, hey, man, I might, I might be at the job. Send me a not safe for warning, <laughs> work warning. He called me out. He's like, Richard's like, I know you do some shit sometimes. And I, I give you hell. But, man, this one's uh, this one's kind of, like, legit. So. <laughs> Hey, it might be the dad of me. I, I, I'm pushing my car to the mechanic shop, and I see this mechanic come out. She's not wearing any clothes, and I'm looking around. I'm like, hey, man, it's hot. It's dusty. Put some damn clothes on. <laughs> uh, but she, her character is not – I'm in the beginning of the game. Her character is not that fleshed out. Uh, I already I already like the four guys in the car concept. Like, I, I think I'm going to dig that. The music's incredible. Mm-hmm. I've known that. I've been listening to that soundtrack from since well before I was playing the game. Uh, I'm playing on PS5 on the PlayStation Plus collection that I will not legally let Brant have a copy of. One day. And <laughs> one day. You should let him do it once he owns a PS5 and be like, well, what the hell? We all own a PS5. We all have PS Plus, so why are you giving me Why is he coming over to sign in on it? <laughs> that, that's how you pay back Sony. Just like, to well, do we it. all have it. So like, yeah. yeah, we did it, fuckers. Look at yeah, us. We beat you. We all own your shit. He bought one. I bought one. We, we both have PlayStation you. Plus. Yeah, what are you going to do now? Are you going to ban all of us? We all have PlayStation Plus till 2023. <laughs> We're good. Hey, mine's like 2030 or some shit. Like that. I keep I keep adding four years. I'm like, man, it's like my Xbox Live Ultimate. I like keep adding four years, and then I'm like, damn, this is not It'll be PlayStation Minus by then. Oh, PlayStation Plus is gonna outlive me somehow. <laughs> I have to pass it on to my uh, relatives. Uh. <laughs> you have to put. And, it in and you have my PlayStation Plus your PlayStation. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can't sell it. It's in that article. It'll shut down. They'll break your console. <laughs> can't let somebody else have your account. Uh, so that's Final Fantasy 15. Highly recommend. Uh, there's a bunch of settings options in it because it's the ultimate edition. So I, I was able to like adjust HDR. I'm playing in performance mode. It'll it'll take performance over everything and it runs like butter smooth. That's a gorgeous ass game. I will say though, coming off that CG to the game, there's a little bit of a hit. <laughs> it, it probably doesn't look as good as it it would have looked if I had just gone straight into the game because that it, CG there's some uncanny age, valley. Yeah. There's it some uncanny age. valley moments in that movie where you're like. I don't know. That dude is really convincing looking. It's it's well worth a watch, Brand. If y'all want to knock it out, it's like two hours. I and mean, watch past the credits. That's a that's a vital part, I think. Yeah, I mean the movie's surprisingly good. Yeah, I give you. I that thought much. it was great. I'm looking to get a Blu-ray copy at some point when it drops. I think right now it's like 15, but I'll probably pick up a hard copy. I, I thought I enjoyed it that much. To add on to what Richard's saying, I, I have I want to kind of go through that game again because I haven't gone through all that DLC, and then I mm-hmm. I just got that Final Fantasy book where that was supposed to be the rest of the DLC they were supposed to do that got canceled. And to complete that whole that story, arc. yeah. So like, just to see how it would have turned out, and see, because you know, people gave that game hell when it came out because it was kind of broken. So right. I don't think I, I don't think I, I think I bought a day one, but I don't think I actually played it until almost some major patches. Later. Yeah, yeah. So I, I ended up waiting. Um, I got that uh, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit remaster that I was talking about. That is probably the best looking racing game Pretty I've much. ever played. It's beautiful. Cesar, did you did yours come in ever? Um, it did, and it's sitting there looking at me on the shelf. You haven't it's, fired it up yet? No, you know me, man. I'm, I'm sitting there like, I, I got, I need, I need a fucking PlayStation that has like a fucking six disc changer built in there where I can just yeah. load it up like the old just days rotate. with the CD-ROMs, and now I can just press the fucking button. Yeah. That's the only downside of having physical media. If I was it digital, is. I could fire it up, you know, but. Uh, I popped it in. It downloaded super fast on PS5. Um. It plays at 60 frames per second. Uh, Brant, you and I were talking about it a couple weeks ago, and one of the reviews I had read said it was, it's a remaster in that it's now available for this current gen, 
uh, running better than it ever did. It was not really like, you know, there's not really a whole lot done to it. But just what it did, where it runs smoother and looks great, that is a badass game. This is a Criterion Need for Speed, so it's got that burnout flair to it. And just like the different modes that you go between, like you'll have a race and then you have a you'll have a pursuit where you're the cop car and then you have a pursuit where you're not the cop car. Uh, this may be a little desensitized to current police situations, but uh, to take down the person that you're chasing in the police car, you are wrecking them like you're taking that car out. <laughs> and it, it goes through this like slow motion like you I, the first one I did, I almost posted it. but I was like, no, this is only funny to me, probably. I forced the other car into like an oncoming semi and my job was just to stop Ooh. the car. It wasn't <laughs> the car was obliterated, turning over. And I'm you just give me, uh, you give me some heavy rain vibes right there, man. I, I still remember I'm that. I'm sitting there bit. by myself. I'm like to serve and protect bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I messed up that car, man. They don't even tell you what you're going after. You know, it's, it's just a racing game. There's no, there's nothing behind why you're pursuing the person. And it's, it's just pure arcade fun. And it's, it's great at that. Highly recommend, especially at the twenty bucks that it was. That's a that's an awesome game. Uh, did I play anything else? I got two crazy Halo weekends in. Uh, Cesar got in on one of them with us. Did we play big team battle with you, Cesar? Was it the eight v eight rounds that we did? Uh, I don't remember. I know you were trying to get me on the next night, but I was knee deep in the game. And uh, yeah. by the time I looked at it, I think it was like two or three in the morning. And I was like, it's already over. So all right, come on, Brant. Our 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 numbers are growing. We're we're getting big team battle stuff in there. Hey, there are maps I've never seen before. It's like I, brand new Halo maps. Yeah, I, I've jumped in there and I was like, yeah, let me try it out with that, with the faster frame rate and all that shit in there. So I was like, did you have a good time? <laughs> I, I died really fast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a lot of fun. Nothing on Switch. No old school. Russell and I didn't resume our Baldur's Gate playthrough that I'm still craving. I got to figure out what's going on in that crypt. There's like an orb down there that's corrupting people. We've got to find out what's happening. Should have got him bought the, the next house over and you can just throw over the land cable. That too. Move in. Because uh, Xbox Live is not good enough. Uh, my kids, I've turned my kids onto the PSP big time somehow. Uh, they're playing a lot of Burnout on PSP because I'm on this racing kick for some reason. I, don't, I guess Need for Speed started it off. But they're playing a lot of Burnout and they're playing a lot of... Um, Oh, man, what was that they were on? It was a download game. Mm, brain fart. Talk amongst yourselves. Uh, Ape Escape. It's not Ape Escape. Uh, I, I got Death Jr. in finally. I was trying that out. I'm not going to keep playing Death Jr. <laughs> it's interesting <laughs> in concept, but that's not a good video game. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a download-only game on the PSP. That... It was downloaded on there. Uh, it was Little Big Planet, one of the free ones they gave us from the uh, great Sony outage of 2011. Yeah, the one, the one where I spent the whole month when the network was down, and I beat Mass Effect 2. I remember that. <laughs> that, <laughs> was your, that, day. that was your yeah. downage, your outage game. As a whole, shit, this game's great. Yeah. Uh, so the kids are big on the PSP, and there's there's a bunch of great playing games still on PSP. I, I don't think I'm gonna head into one of those kicks, but it's it's one of those where I just sit back and I'm like. The library on this console was kick-ass. There were was some great-ass games on PSP. There was only two games that matter in that console, and it was Tales of Eternia <laughs> and Breath of Fire 3. That is not the only two. There's plenty of great games. <laughs> don't see that matter to me. Okay, you keep those two, and let me have the rest of your PSP collection. So, uh, I'll, make, I'll make sure they're I, well taken care of. And I did enjoy Metal Gear Acid, even though people at my college gave me hell for it. They're like, why did you enjoy this game? I, it's for whatever reason, I enjoyed it. With, yeah. the fake, with the fake Solid Snake, that's not even a real Solid Snake. So. It's not what people wanted for Metal Gear. That's the only p- thing people are crying about. And that if we'd gotten an, an actual, like, legit Metal Gear, that, well, we did with Peace Walker and what was the other well, one? Portable yeah. Ops. 
and then the plus. I remember they came back and then you the did the expansion plus. on there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that's about it for me. I rambled on long enough. I'm sure I'm forgetting something. No, what you're forgetting is that we should all have this homework that we should all be playing Death Stranding right now because apparently everybody says it matters most now with the whole isolation. And it's <laughs> like that game was made for today's. We time. should be connecting the country at this point. It's just, it's like sadly, like very now ish. Like, a, you know how he always did Metal Gear Solid 2 was like ahead of its time. It's like they're yeah. saying the same thing for Death Stranding. It's like it kind of fits how we are now. A uh, virus took over the country, and I, I'm interested to see somebody else pointed out this out on Twitter. It's not my original thought, but uh, they want to know with we we've raved about the DualSense controller on this podcast. Uh, somebody was like, "Man, I can't wait to see Kojima patch uh, Death Stranding with the DualSense controllers and the shit that you can do with that." Like, Brent, did you play Death Stranding at all? <laughs> no, but I okay. know that you had to like. <laughs> balance and shit with that triggers <laughs> it was unique man i've never played anything like it it made me and cesar's uh game of the year list last year both of us it's different man and so i, I would i would love to see what he could do with the uh with the dual sense controller i'm still having the issues. rainfall time fall and everything go ahead that would be that would be good too yeah yeah yep. but no i don't want to interrupt you but I, i'm still having issues with the fucking adaptive triggers man because like I don't know if I brought it up last time when I played Spider-Man where I'm like sitting there and I'm shooting the threads with the, the adaptive triggers. And I'm like, I'm almost, I think I almost broke my controller because that shit's fighting me back. And I'm like, it's not this hard to fucking press down. It's supposed to do that. But I'm sitting there like, yeah. God damn it. I'm like, I'm sitting here like, <laughs> how are you not going? And it's like, I, Renee, was giving, Renee was giving me hell about that. I was like, dude, is this adaptive, man? It's what it's supposed to do. And I was like, ah, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm too old. I'm like, I'm sitting here like, why is this fighting me back? Fucking press down. <laughs> go, I, just go. I'm still I'm still trying to get used to adaptive triggers. Can you turn it off? I have yeah. no idea. I just I figured I should just get used to it at some point. So you you can go into the the settings and turn off uh, the mic on the controller. You can turn off adaptive triggers. You can do all that. The mic button's right there on the on the controller. Yeah, it has a mute, but you can you can set it up in the settings to where it is default always mute. Because did y'all see the uh, the option in um, what was it uh, Demon Souls? The during the unlock of certain trophies. Uh-uh. Uh, so there, there was a video that came out of a gentleman. Um, I, I guess he's a streamer or YouTuber or something. But anyway, he's he's fighting this boss in Demon Souls, and he finally beats it, and he's like, "Yeah!" He, you know, he's yelling, screaming. And then yeah. all of a sudden, uh, the uh, trophy pops up. And then it also said a uh, video clip. Would you like to watch? And because of, I guess, of his reaction, the, the controller was listening. And because of the reaction, they recorded the clip. And so he watched it. And it's it's got his voice over it and everything. It's oh, wow. a video clip of what he just did. And it's got his his voice, his reaction to, to winning and all that. So. so so to add on what Brent says, and I've noticed this, when you start unlocking trophies, even on the PS4 games, it automatically records a 15-second clip of you unlocking the trophy. Automatically. I saw that. Unless you, saw unless that you go in there and tell it not to, it does it automatically. Because it does that when I was playing Trails. I just what I was like, nobody's going to watch me play a turn-based game and lock for five, 15 seconds and unlock a trophy. But like, okay. <laughs> I was like, I saw it on Astros. I got, I got a platinum trophy on Astros Playroom. I don't know if I mentioned that. My first one ever. No, because you wouldn't shut up about it if you did. So, first one. <laughs> first one. I'm in. I'm in the club. I got a platinum. Like, yeah, bitches. Yeah. All the haters. <laughs> uh, sneak preview. That's probably my game of the year. I had so much fun with Astros Playroom. It was really good. 
All right, that's all my games played. Who's up? Uh, mine's simple. Um, I visual novels. Almost. Uh, yeah, that's in there too. I I, I went ahead and won the Cold Wars, mm. and I beat that. I think it, was, it took me four hours to beat that campaign. Did you kill Ronald Reagan? Uh, no, he survived in the end. Surprisingly, I didn't think he'd make it out the eighties. I was more that somebody that tried to take him out in a hotel or something like that. I wasn't sure. I gotta go back and look at history again. But um, and then Catcher of the Rye was part of it too, apparently. Um, outside of that, um, it was a short campaign that does it does branch off at certain parts where you can kind of go into like these side missions. And I wasn't doing that shit. I wasn't feeling it because like it wanted me to to get 100 percent in the side missions. It wants me to go and find evidence in the main levels. And then when I got the evidence, it gives me like numbers and letters so I can decode the fucking evidence for that side mission. And that way I can complete it at 100 percent. And I'm like, and it's legit. I was like, I don't have time for this shit. I'm just going to go ahead and look up the, the answers online. And I'm like, yeah. online, like, nope, it's different for every person. I was like, well, fuck, I'm not doing it. What? I was like, yeah, it's like it, it's randomly generated. The solutions are so you have that to like actually weird. you have to actually build the grid, line up the letters and numbers, and like spell out what are, the fuck they're doing to find the answer or some shit like that. So that's uh, cool, but also like what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, the story was not that interesting enough for me to do that. Let's put it that way. If I was like digging it, and I'll uh, be like, all right, that's cool. And I thought the story was okay. I just think they had they were onto something. But it needed a little bit more growth in there, like a little. It's like there's no when I played through it, unless there's something different. When I, if I go through those side missions, there was no final boss. Yeah, it wasn't like the other Modern Warfare games where like you had to take down one dude. It's like I just complete the level and that was it. I was like, all right. Like, so it's not up there on your Black Ops campaigns. Uh, I don't know if it'll be, it. I mean, it'd probably be my top three because the Black Ops campaign in three and four was not my cup of tea. So right. But the one thing I did enjoy that game is that uh, I've already talked about the 120, 120 frames per second, but the very thing I didn't mention last time is that that game uses adaptive triggers very, very well. I mean, you mm. feel like the loads of the uh, the guns and the bullets hit each time as you press the trigger. You can feel yeah. each bullet. Uh, what's crazy is when you get in there and do the Gatling gun, you can feel it roar up on the left side of the controller and then move over to the right one as you shoot. Nice. It does a very, very good job on, the, on uh, how it uses uh, weapons in that game. I wouldn't uh, mind trying that out if you're done with it temporarily. I don't see why not. Uh, outside of that, um, uh, I'll leave, I, I did play some Switch, but I'll go on that last because I'm sure Brent played some of that too. But uh, the other games I played, I, I ended up playing Trails of Cold Steel 3, and I'm 35 hours into it. I saw you on that on something. Yeah. I'm halfway through the game. Um and this is the new, this one takes place after the second one, and it's like a one and a half year gap. And it's like, a, it's kind of like they're finishing off this story. So it's like, you're, it's starting to integrate some of these characters you have from the previous games, like Trolls in the Sky and uh, uh, Zero no, and, uh, Koseki no Zero, the Crossbell games, and they're kind of all interacting now. I think uh, the only one I kind of waited until the fourth one came out, because that's when it kind of ties all the stories together to kind of finish that story arc they're in there. Um I'm going to have to wait and see the jury be out on the fourth one because some people say it's good and some people say it was like over convoluted. Like they, the game was like very slow on the fourth game, which is my concern. They said it's like they try to unload all this shit in this fourth game. Did that one just come out? That came out like a month ago, yeah. Okay, that's not the one you're playing. You're playing three right now. Yeah, I waited on three. It's it's been about a year. Um, Outside of that, I played some. um... Now I had the real brain fart. My brain's dying. <laughs> <laughs> they got me, man. I was frozen. 
Dude, I'm like, I literally just had it in my brain and it just popped out. It's like, it's like reverse uh, State Puff Marshmallow Man. It's like reverse State Puff Marshmallow Man. It's like, I, sitting here trying to not remember it and it fucking just pops out. <laughs> it's not like, there's, I don't know how it happened. It just popped in there. Uh, I was the other game I was playing Robotic Notes, which was a visual novel, and that's that's in the Science Adventure Team series. I think I got Robotic like 15, notes. 15 hours into it. It's something that takes place in between Steins Gate and uh, Chaos Head before Chaos Child in there. It's all these games I've been playing this year. And the whole premise of this game is there's a robotics club on the island south of uh, Japan, and they're trying to buy to build like a live action Gundam is what they're doing. Uh, so there was an original uh, member that started the club, and it's a high school. It's a high school club, and she she built like the exterior of the robot, and she kind of moved on and went her did her own thing, and she's built like these exoskeletons for people who have like a uh, they get paralyzed in accidents, so they can help them walk again. So she went and did her own thing. So she like her younger sister is like kind of taking up the reins and is trying to build these live action Gundam sized robots to compete in the competition. So that's how the story starts out. I'm not sure how it goes in there, but in the fashion of all those Science Adventure teams, like uh, in the Chaos Head, Chaos Child, and um, Steins Gate, there's always some one entity that's always trying to get in the way with it. They call it the Committee of 300, and they're in there trying to do their influence in there somehow. I haven't gotten that far into it yet. Um, and then the only other game I played. Uh, and I'm sure Brent did too. That's why we left it last. As I played some of the Hybrid Warriors. Yes. Uh, You're gonna lose the battle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've got. What that was your quote yet. when they announced this? <laughs> I don't remember. What it was it like? You know they're all gonna die. It was something like yeah. that? It's like you know it's gonna go in badly. So, um, I won't go too much detail in the story because I know at some point you probably play Richard. This one oh, seems yeah. to be a definitely is a Musal game. Like uh, Brent has said when he played the demo. I didn't play the demo. Um, and the story, there's a lot more story in this game than it was in the original Breath of the Wild, in my opinion. Uh, but that's probably the game design. This one's kind of like, uh, kind of like setting the stage for it, basically. Um, yeah. I, I don't know if you can start I would, with game I out. would like some more upfront story. It, this is, most of it, the, 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 the rhythm it falls, it's like you get story, level, story, level, it falls that, that whole rhythm. And then you get an open world map. Which you can't do anything. You just pick out points to go to different areas, and then from there um, you just get story bits in between. So it's like you know what's going to happen, but it kind of fills in, and you kind of see some new stuff in there. Gotcha. You see a lot of a lot more of the personalities of the characters from the original Breath of the Wild, and they're all unique and they're all pretty good and they're all different. Um, uh, outside of that, I haven't gotten that far. I've gotten to the part where I'm now I'm going to visit the Guardians separately. They have to they have a plan to. And I'm not going to ruin it for you because you know what happens. They got to plan to get those things started for whatever reason because of the, the first beasts. Game. Yeah. Yep. So they're working on that part on there. Uh, so when you pull up the map and it seems like each level you go through, you unlock a character. Like I had started with, uh, you get pre-run in the beginning and then you get Zelda in the next one. And as you go through, you get more characters as you go through. And then from the world map, you got different little attributes you can do where you can do uh, different battles or you can do weapon development or you can do cooking where it gives you different items. Um, some of those you can't do unless you have the proper ingredients. Can so you mess like, up the cooking and get the sensor thing again? It, uh, no, it's more straightforward. No. You just it tells uh, you, you have the items, you get this item. You know, if you have these okay. uh, ingredients, you get these ingredients. It's more straightforward because it's definitely a Musao game. It's definitely a Dynasty Wars game where it doesn't give you that freedom that Breath of the Wild has. Yeah. I don't think that you can go into this game without any Breath of the Wild knowledge. So if somebody didn't do Breath of the Wild and then started playing this game first so they can get the background, I, I think you service. Get, you get more enjoyment playing the original game and then going back because then you can kind of say, oh, I know this character, I know this character, and, like, you know, kind of opens up more. Yeah. It's, it was designed in that, that fact. Um, uh, I'll, I'll leave it at that, and I'll hand it over to Brent because I'm sure he probably played more than I did. I probably only played maybe, like, two or three hours into it. 
and then I was, you know me, and then I was in deep, knee deep in trails. So <laughs> it's gonna be one of those years. All right, Brent, tell us how you saved Hyrule. Uh, I, I played a lot of it. The um, nice where I've I probably haven't still haven't gotten super far into it. I, I know I'm I'm pretty deep into the story. Um, unlocked uh, a good bit of the characters. Um, with what it being is, is a warrior's, there, how does mm-hmm. the character unlock go? Is it like a a skill points, or you have to beat a level to unlock them, or how do how does it hand you people? Um, it's usually just kind of, at least from my experience, uh, it's, it's just encounters. Okay. So like Cesar was saying, you, you start with, um, Link, you wind up, uh, with Pura next, and then eventually, um, you get to a point and it kind of just says, you know, switch to Zelda and you can play as Zelda. And then from there, that's like the first little chapter is you, you just kind of get the feel of the game and then, uh, with the story, uh, Zelda and and the team have to go and assemble the pilots for the Divine Beasts. Right. So you, from there, you you pick whichever um, section of Hyrule you want to go to, and you go to that area. So if you were to go to um, Gerudo um, Valley, you know you go there, you encounter the character there, and then you just continue and continue and continue. And just as soon as you encounter them, they're like they're basically just like, yeah, look what I can do. They, they show off basically and you get to play yeah. as them. And um, That's cool. It's, it's nice because it'll give you recommended levels for each thing, no matter if it's just um, kind of the, the main story levels or if it's the side little missions and th- things you can do it it'll give you a recommended level um That's and you helpful. don't necess- you don't necessarily have to grind as well right. if you um if you are doing these missions and gathering rupees uh there is a training area and you just go there and you click whichever character and you bump them up however many levels you want and as long as you have the amount of money you need you can upgrade them uh, and have them up to, you know, up to level. But with that, there's also different points on the map, like Cesar was saying, where um, kind of like with the cooking, you'll have the different icons for the different characters. And it will have different items that you gather throughout playing the game, and you need certain items to basically level up your characters. So aside from just the regular leveling system you know you may unlock an extra uh combo extender here you may unlock more hearts you know doing this one over here uh as long as you have those those items um you can just That's click cool. on and it and it goes and you yeah. know it gives you the it tells you what whatever that unlocked for that character um, That's cool and it's it's so it nice. Gives you a little bit of freedom to progress how you want to. Oh instead yeah. Instead of just funneling you through a thousand uh, book goblins. Yeah. It's probably that, still a thousand is, book goblins. Oh, there's millions, <laughs> easily. Yeah. Then you have like the you have lizards and then you have magicians and you can get wands for the magicians. You get one for like a different attribute. So. 
The, um, only, the only fucker was the lightning one, which that bastard dunks is around the top. <laughs> and I'm like, you get down here, man. I'm like, he's the only one that does that bullshit. I mean, I know he did that Breath of the Wall, but I'm like, I have to sit there and just look at him as, as he fucking dances around. I'm like, just come down here so I can kill you. So I'm like, uh, I did play this with my um, with my son when I mm-hmm. when I got it, and he wound up still having a gift card for from his birthday, and so after he played it with me, he was bugging us to go to the store and pick it up for himself awesome so um but he did play he's played a good bit with me um when we've sat down together i've played it a good probably double by myself yeah but um basically with two players you're playing on easy mode uh Ah. there's even if you're under leveled it is extremely extremely easy is it the Um, full game can you play the full game co-op oh yeah oh yeah is it online co-op or just split screen I believe it's just split screen. Okay. Um, that being said, uh, with the amount of things that can that can get on the screen, and especially if you get two characters in the same place and doing special attacks at the same time, things get extremely choppy. This game can have its dips on its on its own. Playing single player, it's usually not extremely bad, but if you get two players in there, like I'm saying with too much on the screen doing too much at, the, at one time it gets very Chugging. very very choppy damn uh they'll so fix it, it like they did with links awakening <laughs> they'll fix it with a new console yeah yeah runs best on switch pro but uh with it with it being a warrior style game uh, things can get repetitive it's it is nice like uh cesar said how Every character, every character is is different. They all have their own move sets. They all have their own special techniques. So it's it's very nice to just be able to switch to a different character. Um, That's cool. Sometimes you know those story bits you get to. Sometimes you get to pick exactly which characters you want to bring. You, you know, sometimes it's two, sometimes it's three, and you can you know just switch to them on the fly and get a get a just a, a variant of of your gameplay if you're just tired of of link style of hack and slash then you can change um that keeps you know to zelda fresh. and yeah you, you just get kind of just a, a fresh style so Do you have a preferred uh person to play with uh i enjoy i do enjoy link uh i probably pura is good man who i love pura oh pura. yeah pura i love, it, I love is, her uh naruto ninjutsu stuff it's straight like fucking uh, doppelganger. Oh, she does style. like the yeah, and does yeah. doppelgangers. Yeah. Her stuff is crazy, and then uh, Urbosa <laughs> is actually she pretty didn't fun save everybody? too. Urbosa, what? Urbosa is really fun too. Zelda's the hardest one because she uses uh, exclusively the slate ones, and you have to. I think she's probably gonna be the most rewarding one if you get really good with her because she is. She's tough to execute combos, but if you're an expert with it, you can probably do some deep ass combos in there. She's one of those so, play characters. So the the biggest thing with the combos in this game is, like Link, he's just sword, 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 and then if you use um, what is it? Um, it's like R ZR, ZR. He, he ZR, and they can choose different options from there. Yeah. Well, he does he does the quick, or is it just R where he does the quick bow? Um, then you have remote bomb, and then you have like he does the leap off the ice block or whatever yeah. it is. So, so the stuff he uses the the slate from his moves from Breath of the Wild. So yeah, they all they all have access to the to the slate, so they can all use uh, the 
what is it? The cryo, the bombs, um, stasis, stasis, and what's the other one? There's one other one. There are four. <laughs> we'll we'll think of it later. Stasis, uh, frozen, the ice. Did you say ice? That's cryo. Cryo, bombs. What is the other one? Hmm. I don't. Send in your corrections. Oh, the magnet. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pulling chest so, up out of the water. They they can all do that, but they uh they all have their own like I think it is uh ZR. So Link, he'll quickly pull out his bow and you just kinda aim it wherever and he lets off like a quick flurry of arrows. Um with Zelda and a couple other characters, it depends on what moves they're doing. So like Zelda's whole attack set is based on those Sheikah moves. So she'll like just pull out. She'll have the Sheikah slate. She's swinging it around, but it, she's doing different stuff. Like she'll have all these different ice blocks come up. She'll, you know, this giant magnet will, will appear and it, you know, swings this box all over, or, or she'll just summon this giant bomb that kind of like rolls through enemies like a giant bowling ball. Oh, cool. And then if you use um, ZR, uh, it activates whichever move, whichever um, what do they call it? The whatever Sheikah rune she's using. Yeah. So you can, if you do everything right, like like I was saying with the bomb, she'll summon the bomb. It'll do like bowling ball style into the enemies, and then if you use ZR, it just explodes. So, and there's like Daruk, his his thing where he'll slam the grounds, and during a combo, he'll make these giant like rock pillars come up, and his is like activate magma. So you use ZR and like they explode, they just shatter everywhere. So they all like we're, like we were just saying, they're all different. They're, they're all unique. Uh, and it sounds good. It takes, You're not just Lou Boo with a staff and no. like hitting X X X X X triangle. <laughs> yeah, most of them. It's yeah, it's literally. Are you going into battle with a sword or you know a spear? And then it's you're you're doing heavy attack, light attack, heavy attack, light attack, special, special. You know. Yeah. Uh, which I don't mind Warriors games. I I really enjoy them, but they're one of those where after playing for a while, you can get you can get tired of it. You're like, okay, I'm I'm running over here. I'm getting this base. Okay, I'm running over here. I'm getting this it's, base. It's a grind. Right. It's I a played grind. it. Yeah. Some some people enjoy that. That's like we had that conversation. People, some people just enjoy that. They like to turn off their brain and just do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can only uh, do it for so long. So with a Breath of the Wild backdrop. So. That was I'm still I'm still going with that. Um, it's probably going to be a minute because there are there is a good bit of uh, content to that game. Uh, I picked up a really weird game uh, on Thanksgiving on the Switch uh, called Fight of Animals. Sounds like Tokyo Jungle. It it was something that popped up on. Um, I think Wario 64 had put it up on one of the deals <laughs> and it was like six ninety nine. I was I able to use, I was able to use my Nintendo points. It's a weird ass game. So fight it's of animals. Yes. Fight of animals. It is, uh, basically just Google this either. <laughs> it is this weird, uh, kind of memed, memed, animal games so it's you like, have it has like doggo in there and all that it's, oh, it's got dog. doggo it's got like what is it buff fox it's got a uh 
Gorilla like Crow. It. Oh, it's yeah, it's Crowrilla. It's got Longcat. It's it's got all these like weird ass animals, and it is just like a straight up, almost like Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat style fighting game. Uh, <laughs> it is it is so. It was it was definitely worth just spending some of my Nintendo points on. Uh, and even at the like six ninety nine, I probably I probably would have spent that on it too because it's it was one of those things we were just as soon as my kids saw he's like what are you what are you downloading what is that he was starting to laugh so hard so we sat down and played that for a while oh man you should stream this holy hell and that's that's one of those where you could sit down like with with a friends like a small group of friends just have a small tournament and see who wins the fight of the animals fight of animals. The cell shading uh, looks great. It looks good on the Switch. Yeah, I mean, it actually looks good. It it plays decent. Um, muscle I figured, Beluga. <laughs> muscle Beluga. Uh, I figured out some jank to where, like, if, uh, if one person presses to pull off their special move, if <laughs> as soon as they, like, start doing it, if you hit special, you just cancel theirs out and you, you oh, totally wreck them. Nice. So, once OP once characters. I figured that out, yeah, yeah. Once figured that out, it was it was over. Muscle um, Beluga's like sliding around on his tail. Yeah, he like <laughs> swims. He does like little flips, and it's so Holy weird. Shit, this looks extra stupid. I love it. Oh, it's you good. Scream this. Oh, he it's like good. he like does this snapping thing as he comes towards people. <laughs> it's Holy a wacky Godless video games. Um, and then other than that, I have been, uh, on a, uh, VR kick. Yes. Let's hear about your VR adventures. So go much, deep, go deep. so much so that like my kid, uh, he even, he was like, can I, can I do some VR? Can I do some VR? So we set him up and he did uh, some job simulator, Awesome. Uh, job simulator on, um, on PlayStation is still, I don't know if it's just because it's, it does the motion tr- tracking through the lights in the headset because that game even when we would cra- calibrate it because he's mm-hmm. he's short we calibrated we brought the floor up and everything and then it seemed like he went back in and did a job and it was like it reset itself so he was still a little too short but he was able to do most of the stuff and he enjoyed that yeah um but what really got got me into it is since we kept talking and talking about astrobot over yes. and over I went ahead, I found uh, Astrobot's uh, rescue mission and played through the entire game. That is such a damn good game. You played through all of it? Played through all of it. Holy shit. All of it. And I remember, I think it was last year, Cesar talked about going through this game and talked about how good it was. And I don't know how I slept on this game for so long. Because this thing is it's so so good, and it's it's been a minute since I've uh, like hooked up the VR and done any, anything in the VR. A, I think the, it's a process. It is. It's there's a lot to it. Um, gosh, I think the last time I hooked up the VR was to put my son into like Batman Arkham VR, and before that, I want to say it was Farpoint. Like when Four Point came out, that, that was like the last <laughs> time. I, <laughs> oh, oh, hold on, we gotta take a break. Hold on, hold on. 
I didn't have any problems with four point. Four point was good. It was uh, already uh, Resident Evil Seven. I was sick. I was sick for three hours after Resident Evil Seven. Oh, I'm laughing at Cesar, but I was right behind him on four point. I was like, all right, man, you take a break. (laughs) I think I just about finished. Over here, he's like, you weak son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) This show was rough, man. Oh, and I was uh, I was worried about it because I usually I don't get motion sick with stuff and then our our most it. recent our most recent uh trip down to Florida to uh to see uh see the mouse I don't know what it was it was like every single ride or attraction yeah that, old, had bitch. To, had, that had to do with like putting a screen in front of my face and where it was like motion and stuff dude I I would just go down. I would feel horrible afterward. I'm like, You're getting old. I no never had motion. Yeah, even storage tours like got me a little bit. I'm like, this is, I, the last, two, years ago when we came here. I marches we, on, Brent. We rode it Time like five no times one. back to back to back, and I had no problems. So I was a little worried when I when I popped uh popped the VR on, and I think that's was my fear. So and why all, I had we all fear it. We all fear it. So, but uh, Astrobot, it really didn't bother me at all. Uh, it's more of like a panorama view, though, right? Yeah, not really. Yeah, you're just kind of in the experience. You're. It's. It is really. It's not like a complete like VR, you know, experience. It's just. It's a game that it just it puts you in there. Yeah. It puts you in the game. You're experiencing what what goes on. You've got the little Astrobot walking around the level. He walks close to you. He looks at you if he gets too close. What's going on? And I don't know. You know, experience. What is that? That it just puts you in there. You're my like phone that. went crazy. That was like my muting itself. Phone. Yeah. It's going nonstop. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Hold down the power. <laughs> shut down. Shut down. No, I was saying my uh, glucometer transmitter failed like over and over, and when it does it, it cuts on the volume. My bad, guys. You're good. Continue on, Brent. Tell us about them. Uh, Astrobot. How long did it take to beat? Oh, gosh. Um, I think it's like, honestly, it took me like 10 hours or something. I was about to say, it's, 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 not not a, it's not a super long game. I want, I want to say it was maybe about 10 to 12 hours. Um, and I still haven't, I haven't gone back and done everything. Right. Cause you can find a bunch of the, the bots, oh, yeah. right? That's the whole thing. Rescue mission. Yeah. It's got the best platinum trophy name. So it's, uh, what is it? There's five levels and five, was it like five different levels to each area? There's like five areas in the game plus the main boss. And there's like, five levels in each area my favorite my favorite one was mm, i think it was on the last last little area it was called like uh, bots and goblins it was kind of uh like graveyard theme halloween and, theme oh, yeah medieval yeah and it, that was that was good but it's cool. it's so so much fun to see astrobot there and be able to guide him and and you actually interact with things too. There are certain like enemies or certain things you you have to like lean in and and headbutt, and just how everything is it's it's so intuitive. Just being in that world. That's and, awesome. 
you're looking for these little robots. You can hear them, you know, oh, help me, help me. and you get, you're looking around trying to find the guy yeah. and it's, it's such an experience. And then you, you know, you beat all four of the levels and then you get to the, the, the fifth one and you go through these just completely unique boss battles that it's, it has to be one of a kind. They are, they are all so good. It's all so yeah. good. Yeah, and you have your uh, evolution of the minecart carnage. Minecart carnage. And you sit in one of those and fly through. Oh gosh, that level. Uh, that one's not that bad. I, I can't. I I died a couple of times just because I would miss time a jump or I'd miss uh I'd miss one of the bots. Like I'd be moving over and trying to jump and get the get the, one of the little bots and just I'd miss him and I'm like okay well I'm gonna die and, and redo that section Start to make over. sure I get him. Um, but yeah, it's it's a great game. Uh, probably one of the best VR experiences, uh, VR games that I've that I've had. Um, That's what I hear. And then did you try out a uh, I want to say Rogue Squadron? Did you try out Star Wars Squadrons in VR? I did. Did you like it? Oh, not really. It got you sick? It um it did make me a little motion sick. I could I could bear with it. Really the big, biggest thing that would get me is um sometimes being around the briefing table and you can use the stick to move your view around and um, you know if doing that with, you know, moving my view without actually moving my head the way it pans like really screwed me up. Right. Um, and then sometimes in the ship, uh, how sensitive the stick was and, uh, you could, you could easily go in and start tilting or, or rolling if you, you know, aren't <laughs> properly pressing your stick up. If you've got it at an angle, your, you know, your view starts to yeah. go diagonal, uh, Not something that, you want to lose control of in VR. No. <laughs> See, I felt. Did you ever play it outside of VR? I did. Okay, because I felt like I had way better control inside VR. It, it felt way more intuitive to me. Uh, to me, it felt about the same. The the weird thing was, I would have weird, um, like Astrobot looked amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, in VR with with uh, Star Wars Squadron, I would go from. The cutscene looking really good, and then I'd get into the level, and then I'd start. There goes your glucose. That's weird. Um, it's not doing it all the time either. Sorry, guys. Yeah, it is what it is. But it's cutting on my volume. I've never seen that before. <laughs> it's like overriding my silent mode. Our uh, playback for editing is is going off as well. I guess I'll put it on Do Not Disturb. Yeah. See if that does anything. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sorry, gentlemen. Uh, I'm not in any health concern. If that was also part of the the yeah, you need to fix your glucose, sir. Yeah, I'm good. It's uh, it says it it says the monitor's failing for some reason, but I'm still getting readings, so it's not. It's some weird glitch. I'm just turning the phone off. Oh, but uh, live TV people this is what you get. But uh, yeah, I, 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 it would be fine for a moment, and then all of a sudden, it would just look kind of fuzzy or kind of hazy. 
and then I'd kind of get used to it, and then it would get better. And then I'd get to another area, and things would look good and continue, and then it would look really weird and fuzzy again. And I mean, all the characters look blurry. Yeah. And it's, I mean, I wasn't a, like. You doing a standard PS4 or PS4 Pro? Uh, standard. That might be it. Because I've played on a Pro and didn't have, I didn't see anything like that. And then. You do take a hit on the processor when you do on the standard. You do get a boost on the Pro. And then they just released a patch for PS5. I haven't tried that out yet, but next-gen consoles just got a boost, too. No. Did it affect VR? Did that update affect VR playback? I thought I, I saw it mentioned in the article. Maybe. Because, I mean, it seems like the VR one, they're able to hit higher frame rates on the, on yeah, the new console. Blood, Blood and Truth is like 90 frames per second. I mentioned that maybe in pre-show. But I, I just thought it was odd because, I mean, I didn't have those dips in... Astrobot, I yeah. playing a lot of the other games um, that I had before, and that was before because I at first uh, when I got my PSVR, I had the OG uh, PS4, like release date, launch date PS4, yeah. uh, and like now it's I've got the I updated it to the slim several years ago, so and. I've played a couple other VR games and, and hadn't had a problem with it. And I guess the next thing I'm going to um, put in is is either Firewall or uh, uh, Iron Man. Okay. Is Firewall's multiplayer, right? Oh, yeah. Let me, I, I, let me know when you want to give that a go. So that's your VR hooked up? It is not. I look at it every day and I'm like, I should hook you up. And then I don't <laughs> Let's do fucking it. go. I even went ahead and charged my aim controller because I'm ready for that thing, man. I got aim controller too. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Because I've heard, I've heard that it's like four v four. I've heard that 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 is good. That's is there still game. a lot of people in there? I don't know. I hope so. Go get our now, now the Brant. Brant. It's in there like he's jumping in there like yeah fuck yeah let's get in there. <laughs> Brant. I'll never play with Richard again. I'm over here staring <laughs> at the ceiling just falling asleep. Gears of War style. That sounds good, man. Adventures in VR. Are you gonna stay on your VR kick? Uh, I'm gonna oh, you try. Just said firewall. Yeah, you just said yeah, firewall. Got firewall. I got uh, Iron Man. I want to get uh, Blood and Truth, and there was a couple other couple other things I were I was looking at. So I've heard uh, I've heard Trover is pretty pretty good. It's pretty funny. Uh, I was about to say it's pretty funny. I picked uh, that and up. I know Sasar's recommendation. He sold me on it last year sometime. Oh, yeah. I know that. Look at the fucking thing. <laughs> Look, up. I just talked about them. They just I, came in. Yeah. You'll have to let me know how Bravo Team is because I was interested in that, but then I heard kind of mixed uh, things on it. Yeah, because I mean, I only play Alpha games, so it should have been Alpha Team. <laughs> it's made by Supermassive. I didn't know that. The uh, but, Until Dawn people. But yeah, uh, I think that that wraps it up for me. We all good? Anything else yeah. we want to throw out there? It wasn't as long. It was still an hour and forty-five minutes, but I thought yeah. we, I thought we'd go way longer with all of our yeah, games played. Be like four hours. We're gonna split into two podcasts. <laughs> <Do some podcasts. laughs> go back in time and release it last week. Yeah, but like the first two hours is news, and like man, that podcast sucked. And they finally get the games played for the second half. <laughs> These guys are garbage. <laughs> Damn, I read that shit yesterday. What the fuck? <laughs> Old news. All right, uh, that's it for us. Uh, Thank you for joining us this week, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. (laughs) Adios. Bye.
the fuck? <laughs> Brand, is this episode title right? 136? Uh, yes. Good job, Brand. I, <laughs> I don't know if I changed the... Uh... Brand counts. Welcome to another episode of Brand Counts. Hey, Brand's doing all the, the heavy lifting for me since I One, ooh, just uh, uh. let it all go, apparently. So uh, He's destroying news. December. He's uh, the god of news. This December podcast would not happen without Brand McKee. I just I just looked at my work email and I said I got like five emails and that's what my my concern as this podcast started so I was like all right here we go <laughs> somebody's like just I, do this for a living right imagine somebody, just pouring every effort you had into this I literally just got an email from someone like hey those laptops are left at your desk are they ready and I'm like somebody just put laptops on my desk and say this is from this person and didn't give me any instructions so I was like no they're not ready so I'm like I didn't know what they were for I just I just threw them to the side I'm like okay I'm sure somebody's gonna ask me for these later. <laughs> I finally got asked tonight, like, hey, I'm going to pick up tomorrow. I'm like, nope, they're not done. Nobody told me anything. They just put your name just left on my desk. I was like, I wasn't there, so. I'll stack these in the imported place. I literally just put them to the seat behind me. I was like, I'm sure I'll get a message about this later. I'm not even <laughs> trying to figure it out. So, <laughs> And this is exactly how it went down. I knew this is, I knew it was going to go down. Could have sat on them and ruined everything. Um, I'm contemplating it when I go in tomorrow. I'm like, hmm. Always a good decision. Sit on your equipment. As they escort me out the building. <laughs>